Hello and welcome to this episode of Critics on a Bus, the podcast where two best friends review the latest films and talk film theory. Hello and welcome to another episode of Critics on a Bus. How are you today, Cameron? I'm doing good, thanks. How are you? Yes, I am doing wonderfully, though I must confess I am a little bit shaken because only a few hours ago did I come out of Parasite. Parasite has been getting so much buzz <laughs> and if you're listening to this you you know are aware of that and if you're just a human being at the moment and scroll through the news you're probably very aware of yes. the fact that Parasite is getting a lot of attention. Yes um, it was last night's big winner mm-hmm. um, and we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Um, I, I saw Parasite actually a few weeks early um, before general release um through my Cine world card so i've had a lot of time to digest this so i'm interested to see the contrasting views we have mm. if my like few weeks of digesting the film and your you know very much freshness creates mm. an interesting dynamic between our thoughts yeah it's gonna be very I, interesting it will be very interesting <laughs> uh, so i'm just gonna summarize for those of you who don't know or who haven't seen it uh parasite it's a south korean film corrected by bong joon hu i don't know how to pronounce that properly who some of you might know from i think it was a i think it was a next was okia a netflix film um it was this film about this sort of elephant-like creature um and i think i had tilda swinton in it anyway that's probably the most recent thing that he's directed that people might know and it follows a family of four a mother father and and a uh, brother and a sister and they're all unemployed and they live in basically whatever effectively slums and they begin to associate with this very wealthy family and things develop from there it's very difficult to uh, explain anything more about this film without giving a, quite a lot away mm. so please keep yourself in the dark before you go to this film just go at go into it as ignorant as you possibly can because things develop in very unexpected ways and uh it's best when you don't know anything yeah and i i should say like that is very korean so i was what i watched this with a um a friend of mine jamie who has watched a lot of korean films and apparently it's, it's very it's a very like common thing that especially south korean films they go a certain way and then they will completely just U-turn in a way that you just cannot predict um, and that you won't see coming. And that is just how Korean cinema is. Um, it's quite an experience. So It is quite something. It's, quite, uh, but... it, it, it's just not the way that we do films. It's just a very way of different way of doing films. And so it's a very interesting watching for the Western society. Definitely. And I'm sure we'll get into that bit more further in the podcast yes um okay we're going to enter a spoiler free zone for the next few minutes so if you haven't seen it but you're curious generally what we think about it this is a good time to listen and we will start out with the question what did we like so what did you like about this Cameron um I I I liked the um the story and all the twists and turns than mm. it um it gave us um i think because you know it, it was so unpredictable mm. um that you get right in there with the emotions of the film i think um i i, I did feel like the film was a little bit generic in the beginning um but overall i think the story did did 
was interesting and did sort of win out um, as, as quite a strong point. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I I'm so interested when we get into the the uh, spoiler <laughs> zone to to unpack that because to be honest, what I liked about this film was almost everything. I absolutely loved this film. I was absolutely blown away by so many aspects of it. It's not perfect, of course. No film is. I'm very interested to get into a discussion about the other films that were nominated for Best Picture, whether or not this deserved it, but I really enjoyed this film. I found it shocking. I found it deep. I found myself clasping my face and and just absolutely shocked in so, in so many moments. And I also was moved by it at certain points particularly the end but also I found myself laughing I it's very difficult to to put this film into a nutshell because it's it's so many things but it doesn't feel like it's kind of a jack of all trades type type dealio where it chases too many things and ends up not fully developing them the story itself like you say the story story itself develops brilliantly and it's coherent even though there are shifts in almost in genres there are shifts in you could watch the film at a certain point and feel like it was a certain genre of film and watch it another and think there was another genre but there wasn't anything particularly incoherent about it to me at least so i i liked a lot about this film. i was i was pretty blown away i must confess mm-hmm. Um, with that then, what didn't you like about the film? Oh, okay. So a few things I didn't like. I I thought that it was a t- tiny bit too long. There was one scene in the middle in particular where I felt the length a little bit. It's not massively long. It's two hours and ten minutes roundabout. But I feel like it if because it was so well paced at so many other points, there were certain areas. Just one scene in particular, really, to be honest, that I felt like they could have shaved some time off of it. And as well, I must confess, I don't feel like because I've I don't think I've I think the only Korean stuff I've I've watched is animated. Um, so I must confess that I I had to adjust to the way the actors deliver lines, shall we say in that there are certain things that are so like overly comical, at least to my ears. <laughs> yeah. And I think luckily it was when the film was trying to be comic comical, generally, like ninety nine percent of the time. But there were some times where it because the film is a serious film in many ways, it took me out of the film a little bit because I was having a chuckle at the the way that particularly the mum of the rich family would express herself. Obviously mm. she's the main culprit. So, the, the, I mean, you know, as you can tell, those are minor criticisms. I mean, they're, you know, it, I, I would have to think a bit harder because I only just watched it, but I, I can't, nothing massively sticks out to me as being particularly bad. Mm. But I am not you. So what did you not like about this film, Cameron? <laughs> wow, but that's a loaded statement, isn't it? <laughs> um... <laughs> Um, I 
think for me, I don't think the score was particularly memorable at all. Okay. Um, I yeah, I can't recall any sort of. I'm sure it was used to effect, but like memorability, like memorability of it was pretty poor. Um, it's not one that I've thought about ever since I watched it. Um, for music is a big thing in film for me, so that is a personal mm-hmm. gripe. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's really um really suffered, and I think. I think the ending was a bit too just sort of like rushed. You reckon? Okay. Yeah. I think it, it they just sort of like let's wrap it up now. Mm, um interesting. Maybe maybe for me a little bit. But you no, know, I can, we, I can we, see know that. we know that I like closure, so you know, mm. that that is my own that is my own issue. <laughs> um but yeah, those are the those are the main things. I think I think it really poorly scored. Um well not poorly scored, it's just really unmemorable okay um for me so yeah i think i I think with the score i felt like it was functional you know i mean yeah nothing exceptional though like it it, yeah yeah Yeah, i didn't really bother me but but yeah you're right it doesn't it's not a standard i'm not humming in my head now the the main motifs and stuff like that like it yeah the score wasn't you know a big part of the the brilliance of the film but i also didn't find it distracting in the same way as i did with uncut gems in that it fits in terms it of does. It, it did yeah. yeah absolutely but but yeah particularly if you like films with very kind of uh noteworthy scores then yeah i can understand how you could walk away disappointed with the with the music in this film so the golden question would you recommend it yes Mm. um you 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 i mean it's a 15 so you obviously have to be older to watch it um Mm -hmm. and it and it is it is very different to the films we we're used to but i think it's a worthy experience to to have i think it's really it is something worth watching and worth experiencing um in the cinema and or just in home because i know like it came out ages ago in America, so, um, and it only came out in the UK because of um, its its nomination success, mm. award success. Um, so it, I I would recommend it definitely. Okay, yeah, I I would also definitely recommend it, but like you say, it's not that it's particularly gory. It's not like there's anything, like there is some gore in it, but but that's not why i would hesitate to recommend it to certain people it's just it's dark it it has this this kind of thriller kind of deep dark almost psychological element to it and if that's not for you then yeah you'll you'll be walking out of this because you'll be (laughs) (laughs) you'll be uh, shaken by certain points uh, of the film Uh, so yeah, just be aware of that. But in terms of the film itself and its quality and how I feel about it, I would absolutely recommend it to people. It's, I think it's, it's very, very good. Um, okay. So shall we enter the spoiler zone? Yes. Let's let's get into the meat of Parasite. Yes. Let's, Let's probably talk about it. So yeah, spoilers. There you go. You've had your warning. <laughs> what is so interesting about this film is that 
we have not properly spoke about it and I you've had thoughts festering for for weeks now it's been tough it's been tough I bet and I really want to know what you think about this film because wherever you stand on it there is so much to have an opinion about (laughs) in this film (laughs) this film is so rich the amount of stuff in it the amount just it's 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 such a I just can't find any of the word. It's just such like a rich film in wow. in terms of the amount of stuff that it's possible to comment on in it. So take it away. You've been thinking for two weeks. I I, I want to kind of lead out with with some of your matured, seasoned thoughts on this. I mean, let's first of all, I I I'd like to publicly shame you for making me see it two weeks early and then backing out like last minute. <laughs> um, so, but we'll 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 leave it there. Uh, that's just on the wall. Um, <clears throat> it's difficult to know where to start with this film because it, it was such an experience. Mm. In the beginning, I wasn't too sure what to make of the film. Mm. I almost felt like it was a bit of a a wasted story. From for up until we got to like the real kind of nitty gritty twists and stuff. I felt as like, is why is this getting so much hype? I didn't understand the hype at the very beginning of the film, and and you know, as we were progressing through it, because it it seemed very much just um some people cutting their way into a family to earn lots of money, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I didn't quite get the hype of it at the very beginning. So, but I do I do think I know um the director did say um he's a bit sad that his his actors got no none of the recognition for the film mm. um i don't even think they were at the oscars uh one of them was the person one of them. who played the dad i think oh no i could be wrong i could be wrong don't quote me on that <laughs> um and and i do think that their general collective lack of recognition is is sad because they you know they pulled off solid strong performances they felt like mm. a family unit you know the brother sister mother father and the, the the rich family the brother sister mother father they all kind of felt very sort of very unique and you know very kind of collective so they were solid they were solid performances so yeah yeah they, they were i think the dad in particular was really good i think that the sister as well in particular was really good um but like you say, it's it's sad that there was zero recognition on that one. Um, yeah, yeah, no, that's that's fair. That's fair. So you feel like when it started out, at least, it seemed like a relatively um, kind of tame uh, tame film. Yeah, and and even then, I, because I knew so little about it, I when i started to realize that oh okay so they're they're gonna try and con their way into all working for the family even that was a realization for me because I, I didn't really know anything i mean about not to die I, I do nothing yeah. but once it started to settle it did start to get into a rhythm of like oh okay so they're all going to try and you know work for this family and that requires them to remove certain people uh from the family and they but they've got to do it in a convincing way yeah and it was kind of fun and and funny but also serious in a way 
but yeah so so when that was all kind of starting to gain momentum i was like oh this is i mean it's it's an interesting concept and it's it's good but like you say it's nothing exceptional if that's kind of just the the tone that the film stayed on till the end yeah it's it it would um in the beginning it's just a kind of oceans 11 type thing like it's like a you've got like a like a project that you're working on you're trying to trick people and yeah and and they sort of they sort of almost style it a little bit like that you know like Mm. they're trying to remove the housekeeper so they're like right she can't stand peaches so and then Mm. quick cut to like them buying a peach and shaving peach shavings and then throwing it on the back of her like it you know very kind of snappy sort of like boom that's how you get rid of her nailed it sort of you know i really enjoyed sorry to cut you off but i really enjoyed when the dad was practicing the lines with the son uh how to like deliver his speech about you know uh the fact that the woman has tuberculosis and like and and, like how they were there in their little house like practicing oh don't say it too enthusiastically but you know so, uh, but you've got to convince her and you've got to pause here and like and the, like that whole kind of art of deception there I thought yeah. I thought was I was enjoying it but in the same way that I I enjoy Ocean's Eleven or something else um yeah I mean I do think that the film was well written mm. like it was good clever like snappy witty dialogue mm. um and you know it laid the right foundations for the right situations yeah um you know how they they layered the lies one into another how the descent from the rich and poor families grew and the little instances and the little phrases and the little ways of looking and and speaking and words and actions all kind of built up towards the end Mm. and that kind of I mean, it doesn't justify the end, but it, the end makes sense. Yeah, because they lay the groundwork, like you're saying. Yeah. And, and yeah. the writing and the story does lay the groundwork thoroughly throughout the film to produce something worth it. Mm. Um, so I did I did think that was good. Mm. I, I'm well. I I feel a bit bad comparing it to Ocean's Eleven because I was enjoying it more than <laughs> Ocean's Eleven because I was I was I, and I also I because of all the buzz it was getting I was expecting some stuff to happen. Yeah. Uh, not what did happen in the end, but I <laughs> but I was expecting it was going to be more than that, and there would be certain uh, twists and 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 turns, and and i think that you know obviously the big pivotal moment is when the family are sat there in the house drinking and yeah. uh, that's the scene for me that i was talking about earlier that i felt they could have shaved some time off yeah the the conversation went on for ages and i was like okay come on come on like I, like in terms of like it was almost like okay we're baiting you right now like this is like when something's going to happen so and you're tense because you're thinking the family might come back so we're just going to keep this conversation going on for like a good 10 minutes and I was just there like okay <laughs> come on come on like that's when I felt I felt, I felt it a little bit I was like okay come on like let's get on with this but maybe that's what they what they wanted to manufacture <laughs> but, and then of course you have this whole thing where the previous housekeeper comes in and she just says, oh, I need to collect something from the basement. And and I, when they were, when she was like, oh, yeah, you know, why don't you come down? You know, 
and you have this dark door yeah and like and it was evening and there was a thunderstorm outside i was like this is i feel like perhaps that was the hitchcockian element to it or one of the hitchcockian elements to it in that it was really kind of building a horror scene you know what i mean mm-hmm. building like a horror reveal the whole the the lighting and the and the the it's like, i found the housekeeper really scary i don't know about you i found her really like creepy <laughs> yeah i mean they set up like i like like you i thought um that during the during the the drunken scene the family were going to come home and catch them yeah something um, like that yeah and then when the housekeeper arrived and she looked kind of like beaten up and demented and like crazy um i thought she was gonna like i don't know start killing them and it would be like trapped in a house with this woman who knows all the secrets and like she just just, like murders them all yeah then and then nothing happened and then they went downstairs and then she's like you know almost like comedy like trying to push this like cabinet like she's like yeah. in the air with the, against the wall kind of like pushing and then it just turns as they go down to this like secret basement and there's like there's like her crazy like psychopathic husband is just like <laughs> locked in the basement the whole time and you follow them down like through the tunnel and down the stairs and you're like what and you're like am i about to enter saw yeah, <laughs> and I, I mean, at one point, I was like, I can't. Am I about to watch some like nasty, gory film? Like, what is going on? And yeah, yeah, it just goes crazy, doesn't it? It really goes off the rails from that point. Oh. It's um, yeah. Do you know what I thought was going to happen when she was there, like trying to push the, um, when she was trying to push the the door. The, the jagged stone thing or like there was like something like right beneath her face and I thought she was gonna fall and then like it was gonna impale <laughs> but no that would have been pretty unsatisfying but but um but yeah I must confess though so when she there was the there was the whole thing about her husband down in the basement I was like okay this is really creepy and also heavy kind of social commentary this idea that he would rather live in this basement with, you know with her coming to give him food and never see the sun uh, and just have access to what's under there than live the life that he was living before and this is a better economic situation for him probably uh and, and so there was that and it, there was that kind of shocking element to it and then of course she she found out that they were all family and mm-hmm. she got this video of them and then there was a sort of you know hostage situation yeah hostage like, situation hands in the air sort of like yeah uh, but even then i was like okay this is all crazy i wasn't expecting any of this but this isn't as as off the rails as this film is gonna get it can't be because it it wouldn't be getting all the buzz that it's getting if this was the only twist mm-hmm. and again as it so happens lots happens after this um but yeah, so but but it was then that the film really started to shift, didn't it? And it started to feel like a different genre. It started, it started to feel like a horror film from that point yeah. on. Is... Yeah, the film the film takes a, a dark turn with the the hostage situation, um, the old housekeeper and her husband like lording it over the other family, um, calling them names and like being really mean to them. 
and then we hear that the family the 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 wealthy family are returning and it becomes war you know they try to regain control of the house yeah and then you know they do their best to force them back down into the basement and it actually shows you um, almost how brutal the uh, the mother is because they're still fighting when the the wealthy family arrive mm. um and she basically like drop kicks the old keeper down oh, the stairs what? that was you know, crazy they they tie the husband up <laughs> yeah they tie the husband up drop kick the husband the wife down the stairs put her in the basement with like a bleeding head and then like hide throughout the house and it's all very tense and very kind of like at any moment you could be caught mm-hmm. you know and then i i really found the the next scene really powerful when they're basically it also kind of stupid um when the f- the father, son, and daughter are hiding underneath the table. Mm-hmm. Um, when the the wealthy family are like in the living room, um, watching their son sleep in the garden for his birthday. And uh, first of all, like, how can you not see people underneath your table like that? It was a pretty low table. Um, but still. Yeah, no, still um, fair enough. But that sort of scenario you don't want to be in, where they start talking smack about the family, like how they stink yeah um and all that kind of stuff and you know you never want to be in a situation where people that although you're conning them you kind of respect for their wealth and their like kindness and everything even though they are gullible and like you think they're stupid you know there was obviously something there between them and then like hearing that stuff said about you is is almost like emotionally painful and damaging Mm. you know and i i and i thought that scene and just like just the the camera shots uh in particular just focusing on on the people kind of getting hurt and kind of getting um s- stabbed in the emotions mm. in this scene um really builds um towards the end of end of the the film yeah for me what that film i i would love to just explore the concept of dignity in as it's used in this film because i feel like that that's what I was I was really feeling in that moment particularly with the dad and I feel like I the dad's emotional journey was one that that really hit me he was there with his son's daughter wasn't sure 100% if his wife was all right but she you know she was out there um she'd gone off or no she was still in the house she had her room Mm -hmm. and he was under this table after having had this ridiculous fight after being in this hostage situation and he they already are poor and they already have you know this horrendous situation and there he is under the table after just trying to you know have a nice night with his family which is something that they, they never get and there he was being mocked by the people who had employed him talking about how he smelled right there with his children as witnesses yeah. and he and he can't do anything about it because he can't make a noise he can't make a movement because they're in this situation where they're trapped and and then you know the couple you know uh, are there and, and just the whole thing is just a mockery 
of him and it's him his his loss of dignity is so sad because you can feel that in the film his sincerity in wanting to provide for his family and and there he there he is yeah he almost, he almost children. ends up he almost ends up going lower than he was before yeah no exactly exactly and then afterwards when they eventually do get out their place is flooded and so, yeah. so e- even then the little that they did have was gone and i you know i just the the idea of dignity loss of dignity helplessness you know, again, that's what you think of when you think about the the man down in the basement who the housekeeper gave her husband. He is someone who has completely had to just hand over his dignity, and he's he's okay there in the basement, living this uh, pitiful, horrible life. But he's he's resigned himself over over to it in this kind of weird religious way mm. where he's almost grateful that he even has that uh, and I felt like it was such a such a dis- disturbing but also like strangely touching look at extreme poverty that I, I just yeah I don't know it, yeah but I feel like that scene under the table like you were saying that's a really significant scene for the dad and for the family and for the film uh, it's yeah it's quite something yeah and then something i also want to mention before we move on mm. is um something we also learned was that one thing that the the demented husband had been doing was basically motion activating the lights on the staircase yeah. <laughs> um and so although the family think they've got like really cool lights that just turn on when they walk it's just him just pressing the buttons <laughs> Um, and trying to morse code yeah um and that says something for later but i just thought that was like a really like random thing to throw in there um but yeah it happened i guess i guess there was part of it is and this is another thing is this idea that he is sustaining the rich people's lives in a relatively insignificant way but i feel like what and we'll get into this probably but but the what was so interesting is how oblivious the rich family was mm. and how brutal and kind of socially darwinistic the whole situation was where you had the people at the bottom fighting each other and the top people at the top were completely unawares but almost kind of by luck they they didn't have to worry about it yeah. and the poor people because they were poor and because in order to not no longer be poor they had to suck up to the rich people they never showed that ugly side to the rich people so they just assumed that everything was fine until everything goes crazy at the end and i feel like that's a representation of everything the 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 class structure there and the oh we need to suck up to the rich people that all just goes completely out the window and suddenly it's you know I mean, you could almost say that it's also symbolic of the rich people literally stepping on the poor. Yes, class. I didn't think about that, but I think you're bang on. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's move on to the, uh, I guess you could say the the, the finale, mm-hmm. um, in which 
the family despite their like their their stricken poverty of being flooded out of their basement they're invited and kind of coerced and almost paid to come back the next morning um for the little boy's birthday party and this is where it all goes to pot. Yeah. The the son is conflicted about leaving the, the the family trapped in the basement, and he I think resigns himself that he's going to kill them. If I, I understand I, correctly, like the the, yeah. the son, he's like I've got to That's keep why he the takes quiet. The stone. Yeah, I've got to go kill them. Um, he fumbles it. Yeah, you can say that again. Um, he really fumbles it and and um <laughs> gets himself quite in a pickle. Um, he goes into the basement, sees the, the old housekeeper dead, mm-hmm. and then this great shot from behind him. Oh, so good! The hook, the loop, and then um, they're in a fight, and the demented husband has literally just lost his mind. He's beating his face up, bashing his head against the wall, um, and he goes on a rampage. Mm. Um, smashes the the son's head in with the math that big the big kind of fortune giving rock and then and this is what i can't believe is that he walked out into the party in the garden covered in blood with a knife um straight up goes and stabs the daughter and no one does anything mm. no no one looks who's this weirdo on black he's got a knife what are you doing they just let him walk past them is that a commentary on the obliviousness of rich versus poor? I don't know, but he just like I just can't believe it. He just <laughs> walks through the party. He just goes, "Oh, excuse me, all I need to kill this woman," and just. Poof. Mm. <coughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know if it, yeah, I I don't know if it was that simple. Like, like, because of course they were all focused on the whole thing with the cake in the mm. middle, um, and it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, you people probably if, should have noticed him a bit earlier. If someone stands beside you in public, do you look at them? If they yeah, come out, yeah, come yeah. Out, if, uh, human nature, if they stand beside you unexpectedly, you will glance. Yeah. You will kind of look at them. No one did that. It, it's yeah. almost like a, 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 a abstraction from human nature. Yeah, I mean, it could be because they were focused on the cake thing, but also it could have been maybe just a bit better if he ran. And yeah. then like, people weren't yeah. able to get to him. What I must say though is that I'm gonna have nightmares about that guy tonight. My oh, goodness, with the blood on his face and then like the eyes and like the oh my days, like yeah. that is a that is a creepy guy. He um, is creepy. But this is where I think that the brilliance of the film shines through is that so he stabs her and you know he starts to go for other people he goes for the mum who turns into like a beast and starts fighting back <laughs> um and, and 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 then the dad is over there trying to help the the daughter uh and and it's it's just this huge commotion all the rich people just flee yeah they're just gone you know no uh don't want a part of that and then uh the the son and this has been kind of foreshadowed beforehand. The son is having convulsions because he's the in shock. Yes, yeah, right. The rich, yeah, the rich son is having convulsions because he's in shock. And the father of the rich family uh, calls over to the the father of the poor family and says, "Where, where are the keys? Come on, what, what are you doing?" Like uh, while he's there over his daughter who has just yeah. been stabbed in the heart, yeah. and and it's just this 
crazy situation where yeah the rich person's so absorbed in that but un- somewhat understandably but they're so absorbed yeah. in the fact that it's their son and he needs to get to the hospital which he does but is so completely dismissive of the fact that he's holding this girl here who the rich man doesn't know that it's his daughter but either way you know and then the mercedes are under the uh the crazy man with the knife who the mum kills skewers skewers Skewers, that is that's yeah that's what happens and the rich dad goes to take the keys and he does this motion like you say one of these multiple little things that continue throughout this motion where he holds his nose because he the the guy smells yeah and the dad loses it he's done he's done he's like nope i can't maintain the facade anymore my daughter's dead you're you've you've taken away all of my dignity um i i can't be doing this picks up the knife goodbye rich dad yeah. Boom. <laughs> just happened just out boom. of nowhere it's like we've gone to macbeth yeah literally though <laughs> <laughs> i was shocked by that i did i did yeah. like i didn't see the father just straight up stabbing the the other dad um and it was like it was a bit like who isn't dying at this moment in time? Who yeah. isn't like involved and covered in blood? And um, I think the doesn't the mother like faint? The which mother faints at that point as well? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, it's just a bit crazy. It just it and the yeah. thing is the the film goes from like three miles an hour to three hundred in seconds. It does. Yeah. And it hits you like a wave. It's a very kind of car crash moment. You just like. <laughs> everything's happening and you're very tense and very kind of like oh my gosh um and yeah it all it all ends up the scene and the and the the poor dad just runs away mm-hmm. and yeah the, the whole thing is just quite it is quite a moment like i i like i can still remember the emotions of that i mean it's been two weeks since i've seen it and i can still feel the whew, like that was that was that was that was that was crazy you know I was just in. I was just, my mouth was open. I was like, what, <laughs> what, 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 oh, what, like, oh, oh my god! Like, I was just like completely engrossed in it and just like, what is, what could happen next? This is getting ridiculous now. Like, this is like, I'm curious whether there is meant to be some Marxist commentary here, uh, whether it's kind of meant to be like the the revolution of the proletariat so like the 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 lower kind of factory workers uh taking over the rich people that's what marx predicted as part of his uh predictions for what would happen for the history of the world was that there would be a big revolution where the proletariat took over the upper classes uh and yeah so i wonder if there was meant to be some symbolism there but uh but 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 then we move into the part of film that part of the film that really got me. And I so when you say that you felt like it was rushed, do you feel like the whole ending was rushed, or were you thinking in particular the the big stab fest, or are you thinking about afterwards? Or I'm thinking about the the pre the post stab montage. Okay, okay, um, yeah, that for me just felt a bit sort of. We got let off. They trailed us. I stalked the house. I read the Morse code. I read the letter, did my fantasy, done. Ah, uh, I don't know. It, it was a bit quick. It was a bit quick. But for me, 
oh, it just I don't know. It just really, really hit me. This idea that the dad had now been forced into this situation like the other guy where he had no dignity, where he was, you know, confined to this basement where he was having to scrape whatever food he could at whatever time he could because the housekeeper was around and he was in this completely undignified and um, horrendous situation cut off from his family and he was sending out this Morse code signal in this hope but it was a hope that he it was probably twinged with sadness because he knew that it was most likely that nothing was going to happen um and then the son finds it and he has this dream of becoming rich and then he'll get his dad out because he'll buy the house but Mm -hmm. then that's just a dream as it so transpires and and for me i didn't it just i i found it to it really tied together a lot of the themes of the film for me because then you imagine that son being like the father in that he wants to provide for his family and maybe he slowly gets degraded and degraded and it's unlikely that he breaks out of his social situation because it's near impossible for him in the situation that they're in but he has all the best of intentions to do so and you can imagine him later with his family uh, in a similar situation and terrible accommodation and unemployed and and but wishing for more and and I think there was something so profound about the fact that they kind of lost basically and how they had these these aspirations and it seemed like they had swindled their way into a better financial situation but then they hadn't but what did it do with all that money the money that they earned. okay that is okay there you go that's another thing i didn't like about the film that's i felt like that was a bit of a hole unless it all just went away in the flood i don't know it, it seemed like they had been but yeah that's fair it felt, it felt like they had been going for quite a long time earning yeah. the money but they were in the same situation so that's yeah, a good question the, you should have been richer at that point <laughs> they were paying yeah. you a lot you weren't yeah rates and paying a lot so yeah and they sort of touching it so they showed them going out for a meal and eating as much as they could and stuff like that yeah, but, that but like then it like... that was in the early stages yeah yeah i know that's a good question I, i'm just going to assume that they were saving it all up but then it all went away in the flood but i don't i think that is a bit of a hole that's kind of like almost like a plot hole type thing yeah um but 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 the message and the and the and the yeah i still feel like the film stands like i i and i i personally felt like the 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 ending tied together a lot of the emotions and a lot of the themes about class in the film but but you felt like it was a bit rushed yeah i thought like it tied together all the story bits in like sentences Mm. you know and it's like door she did die dad disappeared i got better though i couldn't stop laughing got left prison they apparently they thought we knew where the dad was they followed us for a bit I stalked the house, read the letter, learned Morse code, decoded it, had a dream. Mm. You know, and it, it just felt a bit, it just felt a bit like they've gone, right, we need, that, that's the crazy moment of the film over. Let's finish it. How? Tile Pull the sends in a montage. Done. Mm. Um, Do you reckon that it would have worked if they had taken the first part where they're like swindling them and shortened that and also shortened the 
the scene in the living room and then used more time at the end for that for that stuff i mean i think the the opening is good to establish the characters and you get mm-hmm. like you kind of even though they're the bad guys you get on their side because mm. you've seen where they're coming from and why they're trying to do what they're doing even though they do like they do do bad things you know. <sighs> it's kind of like a desperation i do, like yeah but yeah. like you you get people fired for reasons that they should be yeah like, no, you lie yeah. and cheat and like you yeah. know you know that they do something that they accuse the man of what he could be arrested for um <laughs> and but you need that to so that you're on their side i just i don't know how I, maybe i don't know how they could have ended it and maybe it is the only way they could have ended it because but they also don't really leave anything dissolved you know like yeah they, but i think like the... The, the father is disappeared the, the family are still poor we don't actually know what happened so like it's not like we got the closure we needed because we don't know but i i feel like though what it did do is that it just it gave you a glimpse of that dream and it's the same dream that so many people in you know dire situations have in that they find themselves in a situation where it feels completely helpless. They feel completely in a, unable to uh, socially kind of climb. And but they have all these good intentions because mainly tied to family and friends. And I feel like it was that again, but captured in I felt like a really effective way because it was the boy and he was like, now I have all of the good intentions of the world here because I want to get my dad out. And that seems like the most noble goal, but. Mm-hmm you don't know whether or not he actually does it, but he has the hope that he's going to do it. And that's something that drives him. But, you know, his, his dad throughout the film most likely had the hope that he would provide a good life for his family. And, you know, I, I'm sure that the the housemaid and her husband didn't expect to end up in the no. situation that they did. And so I, I felt like, I don't know, I felt like it was just a, a neat way to kind of, to, to capture that, that had been running like that that theme that had been running throughout the whole film i can i can understand why it wasn't your cup of tea but but i i personally thought it was it was it was effective um that's fair but if you're talking if you're talking just plot points in terms of where the characters were going and the situations they were in then you're right it doesn't tie that up properly uh and so if you want that resolution then yeah i can uh, yeah it yeah it does leave you lacking on that side which is a lot where i come from so Mm. i guess with that Mm -hmm. um let's very quickly um look at the oscars (sighs) and so the parasite comes out with four oscars the biggest Mm -hmm. winner of the night best picture best director best international film yeah and best original screenplay and best original screenplay so there's only one real question we've got to ask here did parasite deserve best picture over 1917 no <laughs> even though i think this film is is absolutely incredible i and i very much sense that i i enjoyed it more than you did um even that even then i do okay let me uh, let me try because i've thought about this a lot let me try and unravel my thoughts on this just real quick i 
do not think that this is i don't think if you just look at it isolated mm. i i don't think that this is not best picture material yeah in that i think the film because of how late it is because of how brilliant it is i don't think it's an the scandal to me isn't that it won best picture and i feel like any other year with any other films kind of competing with any other films it's it would be an absolutely deserving winner and even now i don't think it's it's an absolute scandal it's not like a michael bay film has won best picture <laughs> like you know what yeah. i mean like it's not like six underground is is you know making the headlines so i i definitely think that it is best picture material i think that it was not inhibited whatsoever well not whatsoever but but not inhibited by being a foreign film and i think that it's i personally feel like it's perfectly appropriate for it to be in uh the general best picture um category i so i have no issues with any of that and i thought it was an exceptional film but 1917 for me had more emotion behind it i felt like it resolved better i i understand that they're very different films so i'm i'm weary about comparing them and if it wasn't for this whole best picture shenanigan i would think of them just as separate films in my mind because they're so different in terms of what they're trying to achieve and their genre and all not and everything but because they've been pitted up against each other and because they're the films that people are talking about this year you have to find some way of just comparing them if you're going to talk about which one deserved the oscar or not and just gut feeling just based on how i felt after each film 1917 for me is just it's the better film personally I think I know where you stand on this, but go. <laughs> um, I I do not think that Parasite should have won over 1917. Yeah. As good as this film is, and I do think it's a good film. Like, I've not bashed on the film all that much. It mm. it, it just doesn't compare with the art form, the the entire encompassing art form of 1917. Um, and we spoke about 1917 in in ages, and I can still like rave about 1917 to people. Um, because it is just something so beautiful and striking Um, and as good as this film is it just misses something that 1917 has and I think that it deserved it more like this is a worthy winner absolutely it's a worthy winner like I'm saying it's material it's not not the worthiest winner Mm. you know it's just missing that 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 x factor that should have been best picture yeah (sighs) Yeah, I, I um yeah, I, I must confess in I, I get the sense that in my heart and mind that it's a lot closer of a finish between them than than for you. But that even that being said, yeah. I still personally thought the nineteen seventeen was, was better. Um if yeah, if I'm forced to compare them. So Right then. Um with that, let's go to Paul's Critics Corner. Yes. Um, what do the critics think of? I think I know what the critics thought of this. Yeah, you know, everyone knows what the critics think. They think that this is the masterpiece of the 21st century. Like, I yeah, this film has a 96 meta score based on 432 reviews. That is obscenely good, and it is currently sitting at a solid 8.6 on imdb making it the 22nd 
top rated movie of all time. Mm. It has a 99% Rotten Tomatoes critic score and a 92% audience score. This is as good as it gets, really. I mean, this is, if we're just putting it numerically, in terms of, like, you know, uh, score, praise from the critics and from the audience, this is, you know, as high as it gets. This is, yeah. So it is is getting all sorts of praise. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Let us quickly summarize and then scores. <laughs> okay. So um, I'll summarize first. Overall, this was a really unique and incredible cinematic experience. I really enjoyed it. Well written, um, s- strong performances and acting, um, crazy story that <laughs> you just don't see coming. And you know smacks you in the face at the very end and it does it does feel like a car crash and yeah it was it it was a really well-directed film very striking imagery very clean clear you know very well cut and you know solid great performance and that you know leaves an quite an impression on you the film really does leave an impression on you mm-hmm. i do think there are a few plot holes you know the family never used the wealth that they were acquiring there were a few sort of like character issues like they never no one no one no one noticed the madman entering the party come on <laughs> and yeah i thought i thought the music was forgettable mm. um but you know i really enjoyed it overall it set a really good tone it, it, it understood each of its genres very well um and you know really when the tone changes from dark comedy to thriller it really hooks you and grabs you in um so overall i thought it was it was a a very good film very very well worth the experience of the cinema Mm. i too thought this was a very very good film i thought that it was layered i thought it was deep i enjoyed the shifts in genre i found it thrilling i found it shocking and i found it to be a very powerful social commentary on poverty and on social mobility and i feel like i'm going to be thinking about this one for a long time and that it's going to stay with me and i feel like i'm looking forward to really properly dissecting it down now i'm gonna rewatch it uh, i want to think about it i want to read about it and i feel like there are just there's a depth to it that i i, I really kind of relished so uh, and I feel like we probably haven't done justice to it in the time that we're here. And if we have missed something out that you felt was crucial, please do let us know. Or if you feel like there's a certain take on this film or a theme on this fil- uh, from this film that that is important, then then we would love to hear about it. Mm. So now we move to the moment of truth. What score do you give this? The base number I'm going with um for this film is an eight um i'm starting off at an eight for this film okay um and i i'll I'll give it it's an eight that the bus you wait for on a cold morning in that you don't know what kind of bus you're going to get because it's an early morning bus one of the first ones so you don't know what kind of bus you're going for 
but you know it's gonna you and you hope it arrives on time and it does it arrives perfectly on time it breaks the wind chill nice and quiet and you sort of settle down and you kind of trying to get warm and then you're kind of there you're dozing and then jolt awake and you're two stops from your your exit on the bus and you sort of you know it's all very kind of stark and awakening and then you you're there you're like okay i'm there it's still pretty kind of crazy and you get off the bus and that's the kind of bus i'm feeling um (laughs) with it um it's a solid bus you know it's and the bus turns up and it's the one you want it's the big fancy nice double decker one it's you know really warm and and in and very kind of and very inviting and very um all enclosing and and really draws you in but it's something that um does lead you to a quite shocking kind of awakening okay on the journey so like a, a, a pretty pretty decent eight then yeah all, all things considered yeah. yeah okay well fair enough fair enough i am more than willing personally to enter nine territory for this one mm. uh, yeah no i'm 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 going there i'm <laughs> yeah i have to i have to say a nine and a pretty decent nine not I, I, I not definitely not over a, a nine point five, but probably more like a nine point three, nine point four. So I guess the bus in question would probably be relatively similar to the one that you described. Sturdy, you know, old faithful bus. You know, it's an all right trip, nothing exceptional, but you go where you need to go. Maybe, like you say, you fall asleep and you wake up with a jolt uh, and realize that you have a few stops left, but, but yeah, so uh, yeah, a pretty, a pretty decent, not like a low nine, but a pretty, pretty decent nine. Mm. So uh, yeah, there you have it, folks. Parasite. Parasite. Uh, um, what it, a film. <laughs> it's, it's it, something, it's a unique experience. It really is. It came out in Cineworld. Um, in Birmingham at least on the 7th of February so it should be in the UK um so do give it a watch it's, it is well worth it um and it probably won't be there for long so do go quickly do go soon mm. but that's it for today there you go it's been a ride uh, yeah and we will see you in the next one see you in the next one bye bye Thanks for listening. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and Instagram. We'll see you next time.